Welcome to today's devotional. My name is Israel and it is my privilege to encourage you today with today's devotional. We are in week two of our Promises of the New Covenant series. And today I want to have a discussion with you around a promise that Jesus gave to his followers in the Great Commissioning found in Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 to 20. Jesus said, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you always. What an incredible promise we have from the Lord that his presence is always with us. I was teaching yesterday at our church in Cape Town about prayer and one of my favorite passages on prayer, my favorite examples of prayer found in scripture is this really interesting discussion that Moses had with God in Exodus chapter 33. I want to read this passage for you, and then I want to unpack some thoughts around this promise of the present or the nearness of God with you. Exodus chapter 33, verses 12 to 16 says, Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know who you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your way so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other peoples on the face of the earth? It's really interesting. In this passage, Moses said that what distinguished himself and the people of Israel from all other people groups on the earth was that they were the ones that had the presence of God with them. What makes Christianity different from all other moral philosophies and religions in the world? Well, is that we have the presence of God himself with us. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells with and in every one who calls upon the name of Jesus. When we pray, we don't just pray into the void. We pray to the one to whom we make our prayers to. And we know that he hears us. And that not only does he hear us, but he's actually talking with us. We're not just sending prayers to someone but we're having a conversation with someone. And even in times of need, when you do not even know how, what to pray or how to pray, the Holy Spirit that is with you in that time of prayer, Scripture says, will pray the perfect will of the Father through you. The Holy Spirit is always near. In this passage, Moses cries out to God and he says that if you not go with us, then we're just not going to go. We're not going to enter into the promised land if your presence doesn't go with us. You see, Moses wanted himself and the people of Israel to have a continuous awareness of the presence of God with them. And this is the kind of awareness that we need to, as believers, as followers of Jesus, need to cultivate ourselves. This awareness of the presence of God that is with us. But that's not how we tend to live life. We go out, we hustle, we bustle, we 
grind away at work suddenly to find ourselves full of anxiety, full of need, full of worry, and then suddenly wonder, where is God in the midst of all of this? There's just too many people constantly battling anxiety. Everyone's facing it. It's all around us. It's becoming the norm, and it's becoming a very difficult thing as believers to navigate. Scripture in Philippians tells us, do not be anxious about anything. I'm telling you, if I'm perfectly honest, I've sometimes struggled with this passage. There was a time when I really struggled with anxiety in my life, and I would read this passage, and I would sort of be very disconnected from it. It felt to me that this passage was clearly written by someone who just simply does not understand what it's like to struggle with anxiety. And then quickly, I would come to the realization, but wait a minute, it's the Apostle Paul that wrote this. You endured persecution, beatings, and imprisonment. Like Paul knew exactly what he was talking about when he, talks, when he says, do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything, but with everything, in prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, this passage makes a very clear connection between human anxiety and human need. Do not be anxious. Make your request known to God. But this passage says that the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, does not start with human need. It starts with the promise that the Lord is near. Let's read the full passage in Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness, gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. I strongly believe that the key to breakthrough in any era of your life is to recognize that the Lord is near. The Lord is here with us. His Spirit is with us. The Lord hears us. And scripture says that God is close to the brokenhearted. Whatever it is that you need breakthrough in your life for, wisdom, financially, advice, strength, whatever it is you could need, the Lord is near. For Moses, what distinguished them from the world was the nearness of God. I think we sometimes try to evangelize by trying to convince people of something rather than letting them experience the reality of what we experience. How much more effective would our Christian evangelism be if the world could simply look at us and recognize that there is a favor upon our lives, that we have a peace that no one else carries, that there's a healthiness in our families that the world just does not have. And I believe that if we as Christians could cultivate that nearness with God, then the world would look at us, would look at the church and come to no other conclusion, but that surely God is with them. So today, as you prepare to go into your week, go into your busyness of your work and your life, whatever it is scheduled on your calendar week this is this week, whether it be meetings you need to get through, difficult conversations you need to have, bills that need to be paid, go into this week knowing that the peace of God is with you and that his spirit is always near. And whatever you need, just recognize that the Lord is near to you. Can we pray? Holy Spirit, thank you for your nearness. 
Thank you for the promise that you are always with us. Thank you that when we pray, we know that we pray sitting in your presence. That we're not just sending prayers into a void, but we are having a discussion with you, our creator. And we may not always understand who are we as created beings to sit and talk face to face like Moses with our creator. But we know that, you, we, that you're here because you love us and that you sent your son to die for us. So whatever it is we face this week, will you give us the grace to be aware of your nearness? Give us the grace to know that whatever we could need is found in you with us. God with us, Emmanuel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.